Traumatising. That, in a word, sums up a remarkably insightful and deeply disturbing work from British playwright Sarah Kane, first performed in London in 1995. It concerns a broken, gin-swilling, hard-smoking, middle-aged journalist named Ian, played by David Woods. He fears for his life and has brought a much younger woman, Kate, Eloise Mignon, whom he's known for some time, to an upmarket hotel room to have his way with her. When she resists his advances, he takes matters into his own hands. Overlaying the domestic violence which ensues is the equally horrendous horror of war, as manifest in the form of a merciless solitary soldier, Faisal Bazi. Woods trawls the depths to breathe life into the depraved, sickly journo, who's well and truly lost his way. As soon as he opens his mouth, you loathe him. And of course, that's the very point. Formerly married, Ian has a 24-year-old son. Although he professes his love for Kate, his violent actions and the racist, misogynist, homophobic bile he sprouts suggest the complete opposite. Mignon inhabits Kate with a mixture of naivete and fragility. Kate cares for and detests Ian. While she knows he's bad news, she's nonetheless drawn to him in spite of his despicable utterings, which include frequent verbal derision as well as physical abuse. Barzi is the personification of pure evil, so traumatised by what he's seen and done in combat that nothing is too sick or gut-wrenching anymore. His barbarity knows no bounds. He wears it and speaks openly about it like a badge of honour, underneath which there's deep self-loathing but he's well past the point of caring about anything or anyone. The staging, the set and costume designer is Marg Horwell, is a work of genius, save for a single large video screen revealing close-ups. That could have been done away with altogether, without in any way affecting the impact of the play. As it was, its positioning above the hotel room, where all the action was set, didn't work. It was far too high for those in the seats close to the stage, such that one barely glanced at it. The difficulty, which I certainly understand, was where to put it if not there, given such a detailed and complex setup, hence my original remark. But let me rather focus on the positives. The hotel room itself, in mauve and grey, complete with king-size bed, beige curtains and appropriate props, including drinks from a minibar, champagne on ice and an attractive bunch of flowers, serves the purpose well. But it's what happens at the midway point of the play, that is when the atrocities of war are introduced, that sees the staging elevated to rarefied air. The room becomes a battleground of sorts, within a battleground. I hesitate to say any more without destroying the element of surprise. Clearly such strong and unrelenting material which delves into man's true nature will be too much for some. As social commentary, I regard it as shedding important light on critical issues. Directed by Anne-Louise Sarks, all those associated with Blasted have done a superb job with Kane's intensely affecting prose. To give you further insight about Kane, she was born on the 3rd of February 1971 and struggled with severe depression for many years. Two days after taking an overdose of prescription drugs, she committed suicide, by hanging herself by her shoelaces in a bathroom at London's King's College Hospital. That was the 20th of February, 1999. She was 28 years of age. She wrote five plays, of which Blasted was her first. Those experiencing a personal crisis 
can call Lifeline on 13 11 14. Blasted is playing at Maryland Theatre at Malthouse Theatre in Melbourne until the 16th of September 2018. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboom, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com.